Welcome to International Vacation Home Exchange, IVHE.com, a world of exclusive homes for you to enjoy on your next vacation. Thank you very much for taking some time and sharing uh, some of your vacation thoughts with our International Vacation Home Exchange listeners. Uh, today, I'm welcoming Annie, who's uh, a member of IVHE, and we're just going to find out a little bit more about her and what she likes to do for vacation. So, Annie, maybe if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you permanently live, and a little something about your vacation homes. Okay. I live in a beautiful part of the country, the uh, Peak District National Park, um, which is more or less in the centre of England. We've lived here for about 30 years, and uh, we have three cottages that sleep, two, four, and six. And uh, most of the time we rent them out individually, but occasionally we get larger groups coming. And people really, really love the area. And this time of year, the lambs are in the fields and the daffodils are out and the trees are budding and it's beautiful. Sounds very wonderful. <laughs> now, the Peak District is renowned for walking and rambling. Is, is that right, Annie? Yes, yes, yes. We get a lot of walkers. Um, we also live about 400 metres from the Monsell Trail. Um, the used railway line, um, which has been used for walking um, for about 20 years. But about three years ago, they opened four tunnels uh, on the railway line. And now you can walk um, for, for about 20, uh, 20 miles from one end to the other along the trail through the tunnels. <clears throat> and you can also cycle and uh, ride along the trail as well. Um, so we've, we've noticed a huge increase in the number of people coming to the area specifically because of the, the trail being opened. That sounds wonderful. And, and to be able to walk through those old train tunnels must, must be really exciting. Yes, yeah, they're, um, they're lit and tarmacked. And uh, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it, it, it's quite unique. Wow, fantastic. And no, no concerns like those crazy cartoons we used to watch where, you know, somebody's stuck in the, in the tunnel and the, that light starts coming at you. No, no. You actually can, uh, what's quite exciting is you can, at one point in one of the tunnels, you can see both ends at the same time. Um, you know, the, 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 the light from both ends, which is, uh, you, you sort of strive to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That sounds really good. Well, I hope uh, many of our listeners have a chance to, to visit your, your area. I'd like to just ask you a little bit more about maybe what you like to do on holiday or vacation as well. Um, how do you decide where you want to go on, on your, when you, when you take some time off? We love Derbyshire, but we uh, also like um, Devon. And uh, we've recently bought a uh, thatched cottage in Devon uh, with the um, aim of letting that out. Um, as a holiday let, but also being able to use it ourselves. Um, so that'll open up another area of the country for us to visit um, because we love Derbyshire, but um, it's about the furthest 
you can get from the sea in England. We're right in the middle. Um, so we thought if we um, could have a, a property in Devon, we could go down there and enjoy the seaside as well. That sounds lovely. Mm. So we do a lot of walking and we go up to the Lake District uh, about twice a year to go walking, usually with friends. We go cycling. We usually do a cycling trip once a year and this year we're going to the Outer Hebrides in Scotland Mm. and we're actually doing part of the journey. On the train, which is meant to be one of the the train journeys to do on the west up the west coast of Scotland. Oh, or possibly one of the nicest train journeys in the world, from what I hear. Yeah. Mm. So um, we're doing that. Um, my daughter lives in Sydney, Australia, and so we've been over there a couple of times and. She's talking about coming home to live again, but I'd like to quite like to go over once more before she comes back. Fantastic. Sounds like you're a pretty avid uh, vacationer, but also a very active one if you like hiking and cycling. Yes, yeah, and tennis. We play a bit social tennis, not not serious tennis. <laughs> very good. Well, hey, when you uh, when you go traveling, are there any unique thing that you always like to take with you on holiday maybe on either these hikes or or on these cycle trips uh well the trouble with cycling is you only have panniers to carry all your luggage in so that's um a bit restrictive so the idea with that is is getting everything as light as possible and as small as possible um obviously it's um iphones and ipads and that can uh, have all your information and uh, camera and everything. That's that's fantastic. I have got a little a flat Swiss Army knife which I carry everywhere. It's got tweezers and a corkscrew and a screwdriver, and it's very small and compact. And if I go to a hot country uh, for a holiday, I quite often take a flask so that I a vacuum flask so that I can always have. Uh, cold water to drink. Wow, those are all great tips for people, particularly, as you said, when maybe space is at a premium. Yes, yeah. And the other thing that I like to do is is um, roll um, up uh, clothes and things like that because that um, is better, stops them creasing as much as if you pack, pack them flat. Oh, very good idea and probably saves a little bit on space too. Yes, yeah. Oh, great. What about... Um, any particular foods that you always tend to take with you? I've talked to some people and and uh, they they always like to take their marmite with them, particularly when they go overseas, or their or some other people have liked other things like their cup of noodles. Any any things that you always kind of take with you, Annie? I always take uh, Yorkshire tea bags. Nice. <laughs> they're so much so much better than a lot of the the tea bags you get. Um, abroad. Excellent. That's great. So you like a nice good cup of tea? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. A Yorkshire tea bag. Fantastic. Is there, uh, you know, when you like traveling around, what are some of the things that maybe you've you've learned from your travels? Something that maybe you didn't necessarily expect? And that could be, you know, on some of your travels here in the United Kingdom or, or, or anywhere, really. 
you mentioned going down to visit your daughter in Sydney. Well, Australia is is and you and New Zealand are quite both expensive countries. Um, and I, I do try and do things economically. <laughs> um, so I, I'm always looking at a cheaper way of doing things. But it is quite staggering how, how expensive um, Australia was the last time we went. I like looking for things that you can do um, free trips, sort of, um, when we were, one of the best things we did in Sydney was we um, did um, a guided tour of Sydney, um, and they say it's a free tour, and it was about two hours, and it's usually students or um, uh, people who, who, who are local, and they can tell you a lot about the, the city that you're in. And, the, and then you give a donation depending on how well the tour has been. Right. Um, we did that in Sydney, and we, we learned so much about the city that we would have just walked past. That's great. How did you find out about that? It may well have been in a guidebook. Um, but since then, uh, we've done, done tours in Prague and actually in London because... Um, you know, even though we we live in England, we still don't know a lot about our capital city. So, um, uh, and as I, as I say, as I understand that there are these tours in um, all o- all over the world. Well, there's nothing like getting a tour or to learn something from a local, isn't that right? Yeah, that's. Uh, but uh, yes, it was. It was. I would recommend those sort of tours to to anybody, and I mean you do you do end. It's not actually free because you do end up uh, giving a donation, but that's fine because you really feel as though um, the people have earned it. Oh, you're absolutely right, and it makes you feel good too, right? Because you kind of got to know this person, and they're sharing a bit of their city and their life with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very nice. Just a couple more small little questions, Annie. One of them I was going to ask you is kind of looking to the future. I mean, you've been in in the tourism area for quite a long time with your cottages and you've had people coming to see you. And obviously you also like like traveling a bit yourself. How do you think uh, holiday or vacation travel is going to change in the future? Do you think there's going to be longer stays or shorter stays or or maybe more home visits or more all inter, inter... I'm sorry more all-inclusive or what how do you kind of see travel happening in the future i think there's a huge increase in um the number of short breaks people are going away from weeks and two-week holidays especially in this country and um going for short breaks right okay so you see a little bit of changes of more people visiting uh homes or smaller establishments versus the great big hotels and you're also seeing a trend for possibly shorter holidays yes so not necessarily multi-weeks excuse me but maybe more short breaks or long weekends and those are two really good trends and i certainly appreciate your comments on that okay thank you annie annie do you um have any anything that you'd like to share with people about home exchange either you know, experiences that you've had um, or tips or advice to anybody? 
Well, so far, I think we've probably had more people come to our properties than we have gone away with the home exchange. Um, but um, we have stayed in a couple of places uh, um, that we really loved, an apartment in the centre of Melbourne um, in Australia, which was an Art Deco apartment, um, which was absolutely amazing. Um, and then we stayed in a villa in Queenstown um, in New Zealand, which again was um incredible location. Um, and so we, we tend to like, we go on a lot of group holidays as well. So I like using the exchange for finding bigger properties um, where we can go to with friends. Oh, that's a really good idea because um, obviously if you've got a group of people, hotels are not as convenient as being able to stay in a nice home and you've got a, a living area and possibly a kitchen and, you know, and, and socializing outside of just uh, meeting in the hotel lobby, right? Yes, yeah. I've, I've never really been a big hotel uh, goer. Uh, you know, I've never, I've always preferred small and friendly to, um, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the big hotels just um, are so impersonal, I feel. Um, you know, and they can be really nicely decorated, but then they're, they're not, they could be anywhere. I have a feeling that your cottages, although I, I haven't been there, I have a feeling that they have that same personal appeal that you're talking about right now. Is yes. Well, I hope so. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, Annie, it's been really nice getting to know you a little bit better. And I'd certainly like to thank you for taking a bit of time. And, and I'm sure our listeners will as well. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, share with any of us? I like to think I'm quite a good cook and uh, I uh, usually make scones for my guests when they arrive. Um, and that's, uh, you know, everybody really appreciates that and they all write about it in the visitor's book. So um, I'll just go off and have one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thank you very much. There's nothing better than having something home cooked when you arrive at a, at a new vacation location. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'd like to, again, thank you very much for your time and, and thanks for your fun comments. They were absolutely brilliant. Okay. Thank you. Be nice talking to you. Thank you for listening to International Vacation Home Exchange. If you are new to home exchange and home swapping, please visit IVHE.com to download a free home exchange guide full of useful hints and tips. Wishing you a great vacation. Thank you.